Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. everybody and welcome back to the second ever episode of it's a bet a sports betting show presented by 10,000 takes here on kfan if you don't know who we are 10,000 takes we're a digital entertainment network based out of the twin cities that covers minnesota sports outdoors and events in a comedic and digital fashion uh, my name is boss man i'm co-hosted along with journalist jake and wags gentlemen how how goes the saturday uh just like every saturday you know you know, just, just chilling. It's getting warmer out now, so it's getting a little nicer. Saturdays are getting a little better. We can actually go outside, engage in the vitamin D. Get a um, little sun. Yeah, get a little sun, you. but it's you. usually just uh, weekends have been kind of a blur when you're inside and you feel like you're a little sedated. But, uh, you know, it's uh, – it's. what were you pointing at? Well, I was going to say, Jake, now that – I'm trying to do a, a segue here into something we want to advertise. Now that it's oh, warm yeah. out and baseball's back. Yes. Your, your screen was black on it. Oh, I have the, uh, have the, yeah, yeah. So I have the protector screen. Oh, now I can see. But yeah. like at one point, okay. it looked I like always it was black. The wrist has to be at yes. a certain angle. Yes. Yeah. Boss yeah. man has what the doctors have over their screens and the, at their doctor offices. Now it's like if you're looking at it from the angle, you can't see the screen. You have to be looking at it dead on. And just the way mm. he tried to flash it to us, we could not see it's anything. because I love to watch porn in public. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but, why not? That's but, what it was but, but journalist Jake, what, what I was meant to say yes. there is with baseball being back, and like you said, it getting warmer out, what does that mean is back for us? Uh, cup snakes. Yeah. Oh. Cup snakes are back. Uh, we're trying to break the world record again, allegedly, because apparently some people in what? In, Colorado. In Colorado and a Big national surprise. league cross Colorado game. fans have to try Okay, to... you know, but I did, I did read into that a little bit more, and they did specify longest aluminum cup snake ever. They so I guess they did preface it with that. This is not aluminum. This is just your normal old plastic cups. So we still do but, have the plastic cup record. So, but then so they, we but, hold the record for the most cups that turtles might get stuck in in the ocean. Yeah, well, we recycled. we recycled. We recycled. We did. We, we, did. we stayed back. But I'm pretty sure none. No one drank any out of any of those cups at the Colorado in Colorado. It's just for show. It was just for show. Like we actually get people to engage in drinking activities right. and contribute that way in a more natural, more grassroots. Um, fashion, but uh, we we announced yesterday. You know, we're doing a, a cup snake game with the St. Paul Saints May twenty eighth Saturday, and that game I think is starts at like seven p.m. Yeah, Memorial Weekend. Yep. And if Memorial you want, if you want to buy tickets, you just go to saintsgroups.com and then it's going to prompt you to type in a password. You just type in cup snake, all one mm -hmm. word, lowercase, to get your seats. Um, I was just going to say about the whole Colorado Mammoth thing, like. I kind of just like want to count theirs as a world record, so we have someone to beat. Because like, if we just keep beating ourselves, it's going to get kind of old, and this idea is going to die. But we need like Chicago or like New York to to kind of like light the fire, light it like a rivalry, and then we just do this whole back and forth thing for years, kind of like the kind of like the Lakers and the uh, and the Celtics back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like if the Celtics were just winning every time, or the Lakers were winning every time, no one would care about either of those teams. Well, I kind of like that it's going to be Colorado too, who is going to be potentially our rival because the Minnesota Wild, you can say their number one, their number one rival is going to be uh, the Colorado oh, Avalanche. So yeah, it just makes sense. It just makes sense that we would also have a Colorado rival. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then next Thursday we'll be going to the Vikings draft party in uh, 
in U.S. Bank Stadium. Thank you so much to the Minnesota Vikings. You'll see the video on our social media where we opened up the Miller Lite draft yeah. pack that the Vikings sent us. Um, obviously, you guys are the two Vikings fans in the group, but I know that there was some good stuff in there that that uh, you'll use for the rest of your life. Also, the number two uh, Vikings fan, uh, number two, half Vikings fan. Over here. They're my second favorite team. Yes. I would not say half, but... Second Half favorite team. Favorite a- NFC team. Yeah, okay. Favorite NFC team. We'll there go, go there. But no, that we're gonna be there. That's gonna be fun. Uh it's gonna be never been to an actual like draft party themed sort of event before, so that'll be interesting. It'll also be very fun being at US Bank Stadium. Are they gonna have like the concessions open and stuff? I would think so. I would think um, at least, uh, yeah, some sort of concession with with beer and more beer. Also, look out for our State of School podcast, boys. They're going to be out there interviewing people, asking them funny questions. I know, like, back during the uh, NFC Championship a few years ago, we went to the Moose and Hudson and asked Packer fans if Aaron Rodgers started making out with them, would they stop him? Mm-hmm. To anyone's surprise, they said no, but uh, you can expect the State of School guys to be walking around asking some questions like that, so be on the lookout for them. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a blast. We'll obviously be there, like we mentioned, but uh, it's uh, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be at US Bank Stadium. Yep, it's gonna be great. But let's get into the betting show. Like we said, this is it's a bet presented by Ten Thousand Takes, a sports betting show. We got a fun fun episode planned for you. We're gonna do our bets of the week, and then we're gonna introduce a few new segments. We got bad beat season, so we did some research on the internet and tried to find some betting horror stories to to hopefully spare you the pain and suffering in the future. Uh, and we're going to end that show with kind of a game show, Guess That Line, where I'm going to read some different lines, and these guys are going to have to guess who is who. But let's get into the first segment. We got Bet of the Week. Uh, it could be a bet that we like coming up or a good one that we cashed in on uh, over the last week. We'll start with you, Journalist Jake. What is your bet this week? Uh, my bet is the the Brooklyn Nets are oh. yes the all oh, the oh. Brooklyn Nets so they're they're going to be take they're obviously in a first round playoff uh, brawl with the Boston Celtics they are currently down two zero but uh, come Saturday night um, I'm I'm going to take them you know minus three and a half just because I don't foresee them you know getting that far down in the series and blowing it so I'm taking them I had them actually money line on Wednesday night, I believe, and they blew it. So mm. that kind of irritated me, pissed me off. But uh they're not gonna there's no way they're gonna fall down three zero in the series. I'm taking them on the spread. You know, I think they're gonna cover the spread. It's I think that's an easy pick for me. The Boston fans seem to be in Kyrie's head. What do you think? Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> uh he's flicking them I mean, off yeah. left and right. He's yelling suck I mean, my but, but he got fine. That's but, a guy who's already crazy though. Yeah, I think yeah. really he's get, a flat earther. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say something else is already going on in his head, but I took that bet on Wednesday as well. The Nets are a fun team to bet on, but they seem to never really follow through. Um, I had, yes, I had them on Wednesday and I was angry and then I was drinking. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, I drink but, uh, no, I, I have them on Saturday as well. And interestingly enough, they're, they're favorites. I know they're, they're probably their first game at home in the series, right? Cause they've yep, been Boston. Yep, so this is their first game at home. So they're, so they're favored still kind of tough though, because I feel like the Celtics have been owning them all year. So. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think the energy of coming because they almost did pull it off on Wednesday. I think they were up by 10 with like 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But then the Boston just went on like a 27 to eight run or something to end yeah, the man, game. But they're in Boston. NBA. I think that energy. Yeah, it's the it's it's not surprised it actually happened, but they're going to go back to Brooklyn. 
They're going to go back to Brooklyn. Everything's going to be okay, all right? We're going to get some coffee. We're going to get coffee. Kyrie's going to get some coffee. They're all going to get the coffee. Is uh, is Durant still on the team? Kevin Durant has confirmed still probably not putting lotion on his legs. Yes. Oh, oh, goodness oh, gracious. Gosh. But hopefully he can pull off this win on Saturday. His burner account's going to find you on but Twitter. Watch I out. I just don't think they're falling down 3-0. They're Which at one? home in Brooklyn, so I think everything's yeah. good. No, you know what? I, I'm a Brooklyn fan through and through. I've just never really been a fan. Are of you a Brooklyn fan? <laughs> so that's your number one NBA team? Well, when I say through and through, I mean in a gambling perspective. Oh, I bet okay. on them on Christmas Day. I bet on them with you Wednesday. I bet on them in game one on the spread, which they as underdogs, they did they did pull through. So, yes, from a betting perspective, okay. I am a Brooklyn fan. That would have been like news to me if you're well, like, I'm a fan through and through of the Brooklyn Nets. Well, no, this is a betting show. We're not fans of anything. We're, oh. we're betting is betters, remember? Oh, dang it. Can we be yeah. fans of betting? You can be, which okay. is what you're right, what I'm kind of going Oh, for. I didn't know that. All right, uh, Wags, what do you got as a bet? We got uh, UFC Fight Night coming up this Saturday, or I guess tonight, eh? And uh, we're going to have Amanda Lemos versus Jessica Andrade in the main event tonight. Kind of a weak main event, but I'm going to be picking Andrade to win. Um, she's minus 210 on DraftKings. And parlay that with a little, uh, little pick that says under 3.5 rounds. I think that that's going to happen. That's plus 105. So a little parlay there. Jessica Andrade winning um, under 3.5 rounds. I believe she's going to knock out Lemos. Uh, Lemos seemed to have not the best cardio in her last couple of fights so i'm expecting a drosh to kind of hold on here and uh just knock her out pretty quick so you're going for the ko not the tko i'm going for the ah gosh i mean so you could but you could bundle that in this parlay yes, you could. so we can do a triple parlay right um okay oh straight ko she's straight yeah she has, KO. She has under rocks three and in her half. Hands. She and is then, an absolute killer. Right. That's all you need to say. Yes. She uh she dropped Rose on her head uh like a few years ago to win the belt. Um, but she literally slammed Rose, you know Rose, right? Yeah, yeah Rose, Rose Nama Yunez she, on her she head. She beat Rose. Yeah, but it wasn't she wasn't because she was better than her. It's right. literally she picked her up using her freakish strength and slammed her on her head where it looked like Rose was paralyzed. Wow. It was terrifying. Okay, and it was so, awesome, and it was everything that MMA encompasses all in a fight. Jessica Andromeda. <laughs> Andrama. Andrama. Princess Andromeda. On, on your mom. On your it's mom. It's almost Mother's Day. I might have to uh I might have to take up uh Wiggs's uh up a couple of those bets at least. I mean, because I mean you can bet UFC on Better Edge, correct? Mm-hmm. Freaking Better Shout Edge. Out. Better Edge, man. Promo but, code ten K at sign up for a free twenty bucks. You could throw it on on, on your mom here. Mm-hmm. On Andromeda. Dude, I've been uh they Better's Edge, they have like player markets now, right? Yeah, so yeah. I've been Ooh. doing like uh, goals like Kevin Fiala point five. It's pretty easy to take him at one, right? So are you betting that as a fan or as a better? Uh, as That's a better a bet because as a better, Kevin Fiala is on scoring freaking fire over a right. goal a game. That should be one and a half at this yeah. point. Dude, and the him po- and Kaprizov. But I, those player markets are great on there. Honestly, I mean, you can and you can bet on player markets on other freaking apps, but you get everything you you put in, everything you earn, you win a hundred percent. Oh, every, every yeah, I, I mix that up. Everything you win, it's a hundred percent. You get a hundred percent return. Nothing's being taken from you like the casinos. Do. Right? No fees. No vigs. No no vigs. No 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 vigs. No nothing. You get everything back. But no, those player markets are very. If something you got to check out on Better Edge, enter promo code ten k one zero k because those are awesome. But specifically betting on UFC, I would take Wegg's advice here. He watches a lot of UFC, so honestly, that might be. I mean, you are the expert on it. We saw you win big in Vegas. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you just totally. I, I think you had a couple games on your parlay, like outside of UFC. Yep. But I think you had a couple UFC ones, and those were the ones that kind of 
capped off the uh, the parlay and got you the wins. So. Wags, Wags is the trusted UFC source in 10K. Not UFC Eli. correspondent. Not, not Eli. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. Oh, he would be yeah. upset. Moron. Shots fired. Oh. Hey, that's what he gets for not hanging out with us at UFC 269. Yeah, but, moron. Um, all right. So my bet this week actually comes from a week ago. Like we said, this segment could be a future or historical bet. One that just felt good to hit was the uh, Wild Blues last Saturday, over six and a half goals. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a questionable bet. Uh, it was what one to one at the end of the first, so or I think it was one to zero at the end. It was not looking good at first, is what I'm trying to say. And uh, it was kind of a shootout from there on out. That the Blues scored a bunch of goals, and the Wild scored a bunch of goals. The Blues obviously ended up winning it in OT, which was sad to see, but that was probably the best point the Wild could have gotten. And I guess I was just happy that I got something out of it. I hit one of the bets because I also had the Wild minus one and a half. Um, but Homer pick. Homer pick. Homer pick. Homer pick. Which, which as long as you say it, it's, yeah. you're it's fine. okay. Yeah. I, I said it, Homer pick. Although betting the wild on the over is not a Homer pick because they're a goal scoring machine. That's a batter pick. They mm-hmm. will almost hit it every time by themselves. Hashtag Homer pick. Obviously, it looks like the wild are going to play the Blues coming up here in the playoffs, and that series is going to be crazy. Yeah. It might be it might be more electric than the series they played. What was it? I think it was 2017. We played the Blues, mm-hmm. and every game was like I think I think that was a series that was actually extremely low scoring. But the the combined shots on goal every game was like over a hundred over under like a hundred and a half. Well, and you, like seriously. And as the biggest Mark Andre Fleury fan, there, there's even like Mark Andre Fleury fan pages being fed to me in Instagram Discover. I think it's listening to me like when I'm talking because I talk about Fleury a lot. But sadly, when he's in net, those overs hit. And when Talbot's in net, they rarely hit. Like against the Canadians, it was a 2-0 final. I'm not saying that Cam's playing better, but I'm saying well, if you're going to bet an over, maybe do it when Flurry's in net. Flurry is, but, though, like 6. And, you're right. He's letting up a lot of goals, but he's like 6-1 and one in a wild uniform. But, right, right. I mean, and, and to his credit, I feel like he's starting against better teams. I was just about to say, you name the Canadians and then right. like the Blues. Right. I think Flurry's actually being put in against more stronger teams right now but, but but that's how you know to take the over exactly i mean flurry but the thing is is yeah it's not a it's not dependent on flurry's skill level it's just they're playing very good teams and both teams offensive attacks are just amazing but honestly if you are like just getting into bet betting and you're like on better edge and use promo code 10k for a free twenty dollars is it still twenty dollars it's still twenty perfect it was gonna be for the whole month of march they said you know what the 10k guys yes. are so supportive they love betting let's give their fans twenty dollars twenty dollars twenty dollars in your pocket Boom. guaranteed money yes just kidding that part was not right but it's not well guaranteed. it's not guaranteed but it's almost guaranteed if you bill guaranteed over. bill guarantees oh. it with his eye of offensive performance uh, performing team um with Kirill Kaprizov. oh what is it this year they have like five players over 20 goals like that's yeah. like a franchise well, record. Well, and also you can always you can always bet the wild on the over strictly because if they're losing, like Dino will pull the goalie like five times if that's what it takes mm-hmm. until the wild until the other team has covered the covered the over by themselves. Then uh, then I think Dino will stop pulling the goalie in the mid, in, in the in the middle of the third. I think Dean is the best thing to happen to wild fans who also like to bet. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Dean is a man of the betters. He, he, he understands that good teams win and great teams cover. cover yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way it goes. That's sports. I don't make the rules. Uh, you can, yeah. I can see him walking around the locker room giving the miracle speech. Yeah. Just, we got to cover, oh, boys. We got to cover. I got a lot of money in Vegas on this through an offshore guy. Oh. We got to cover. We got to help those 10K oh, guys God. out with them and their fan base to make sure we get the over. Now, let's right. go, boys. Right. Hoping the check comes in from China next week. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Seriously. It'll come in the uh, same box as a little Chinese kite, like with the fake IDs come in. But I don't know anything about that, actually. Nope. Yeah. 
It was probably made by, uh, by kids in a sweatshop, unfortunately. Well, I got mine when I was young. It came in like a decorative spoon. Yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah, not yeah, a sweatshop. Yeah. It's a sweat Allegedly. Home. Allegedly. Right, yeah. No. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, but um, all right. That was Bet of the Week, folks. You're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes in the Fan. Stick around. We're going to do our Bad Beats horror stories coming up after the break. So you're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. a bet on the fan well let's just roll into the next segment segment that. that was great um yeah welcome back to it's a bet on the fan just like jake said uh so we've already done bet of the week we're now going to get into a new segment one that i i i don't like deep down because it's hard to read these stories but i think i think people need to be exposed to more more of these kind of stories because they're always they, they do like people tell these stories on TikTok, and I, I know that people love hearing them on there and stuff so you know the radio audience should also get a taste of some some bad beats or what we call in the betting world basically just like really bad losses i know there's probably a lot of people out there listening who are pretty mad that you just kind of compare them to a TikTok audience well mm-hmm. and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a works comparison now that minnesota fans are gonna hate even more like think about like when blair walsh missed that field goal that's like a bad beat in mm-hmm. like in like a more of a real life scenario it's, yeah. it's those stories where you know the finish line was right there and you fell just short of it with because you slipped on a pebble or something that's what bad beats are literally and figuratively in some of these games that could literally what it comes down to when you're betting you yep. know, literally in the game, that can actually oh, happen. You have a little story that someone stepped on a pedal and they didn't cover because of that. No, oh. but we, but in one of my bad beats, it's literally a, a person literally just stopping short of the quote unquote finish line. Well, let, well, let's cover. let you start then, Jake. What is your what, what's your uh, your bad beat of the week? I guess. Well, I, I, yeah, this episode. this bad beat comes from particularly from November fifteenth, twenty. I think it was twenty twenty. So this was when the since our Cincinnati Browns, the Cleveland Browns. I believe they were taking on, I mean, who the hell were they playing? I forgot. They were playing the Houston Texans. That's right. They were playing the Houston Texans. They were four and a half. They were four and a half, four and a half point favorites. So they're, uh, the bet was minus four and a half on the Browns. And a lot of people had taken the Browns minus four and a half. But if you don't remember this game, Nick Chubb went off for a big run with like, they were up 10 to seven. So they're up by three. And all they needed was a field goal or a touchdown to obviously cover the four-and-a-half-point spread. And he breaks out for a run with, like, 50 seconds left. He gets down to the one-yard line and steps out of bounds just to kneel the game, kneel, kneel so they could come in through a quarterback kneel and run out the clock. Out the clock. And that's exactly what happened. They won 10-7. to The spread was four-and-a-half. So there were a lot of angry betters at the time that put a, that of course had a lot of money on the Browns, you know, you know, getting hitting that spread. I think it's one thing if they just would have lost straight up, it was a three-point game, it was a close game, whatever, but the fact that it came down to that is just uh, just terrifying as a better, you know, that he stepped out of bounds at the 1-yard line literally just a yard away from getting you money and covering the spread all for the sake of them running out the clock and getting a win. How dare they? Right. Well, and there's there's a lot of these stories out there, specifically from running backs. I know uh, Delvin Cook was responsible for mm-hmm. one of them recently. Like last he, year against the Packers. He right? was under fire for that. Yeah. Um, I remember. It's crazy, man. Like, that's betting. And some people say that ruins the game, like how fans are, are cheering for a result that doesn't make sense for a team to do because it's strategic. Like, obviously, Cook wants the touchdown stat. Obviously, Chubb would have loved to have run that in the end zone. But from a game perspective, it doesn't make sense. 
But I love the people that get so mad. They're like unable to comprehend that. They're like, no, no, it's all about what I want, mm-hmm. not what the team wants, not wins, losses. It's all about bets and spreads. And then people get like really mad and send those guys death threats. I Same know. With like fantasy football, like someone will lose by a point and they're like, Chubb, all you had to do is get a touchdown. I would have won my fantasy football game for a $20 league by three points. But God forbid the Browns do something that's smart. People forget about that as, as, as fun as sports gambling is. These are people with it is their job to win football games. They are a football organization. They do not give two squats about how you're doing betting or how your fantasy football is. Yeah, it can be frustrating. Like if I had the Browns four and a half in this game, hypothetically, I would be very like upset. Oh, I was this close. But in reality, it's none of my business. They're a professional sports organization. And the fact that people get like go to the links of, I mean, you can be frustrated. I mean, that's the part of the sports betting. Well, be frustration. Mad, be mad at the, the but, situation. Not, but don't, not the player who no, did it. No, the players yeah, are there exactly. to win. Just like last year when the Vikings were playing the Packers, the reason Cook didn't score the touchdown is he can't give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers mm-hmm. is going to come right down and score. They're being smart, and that's what exactly. they're going to do. Exactly. The fact, and, but the, even from a fan perspective, like people are upset about that, yeah, which is pathetic. But anyway, it's it's one, going as far as sending death threats to a player is, is absolutely insane. Oh, you cost me my four-and-a-half-point spread. He's going to look at that and be like, I don't care. I disagree. I think it's perfectly reasonable. It's kind of parallel to like the tanker fans, right? Who are like, they need to tank. Like, why would he, why would he do that? It's like their goal is to win. They have a Mm -hmm. job to do. They don't care about what you as a fan want. They don't care about what's best for draft picks. Like they go out there and they try to win the game. That's the point. Yeah, that that it that blows my mind. Thing. How people don't get that. They don't get the concept. They're not going into the locker room. Let's hey, let's lose games today. Let's <laughs> cover the spread. So, the... Let's cover the spread so John and Duluth can mm-hmm. can win his twenty dollar parlay for sixty five. Yeah, that it's, he's already going to lose in another bet. That's the point of sports betting. You don't. It's not fixed. I mean, it's, it's that it really that except, really happens anymore. Except for when it is. Except so. for when it is. There's only one team that does. That's Minnesota Wild and Dean. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, yeah. They're setting up because he's a man for the people and the betters. Boston College with the Goodfellas guys. That was the other example. We, we've, def- we've, we've defined that. Uh, so I had another bad, bad bet. Um, this came back in the during the 2018 NCAA basketball tournament. I believe it was. It was the, when the number 16 seed, University of Maryland, Baltimore, Ca- Baltimore County Retrievers, I think they called them, <laughs> Defeated the number one overall seed, the Virginia, like, like golden. Retrievers. Yeah, their, their mascot was a golden retriever. Oh nice, beautiful dog. But it's that's just, probably just... that probably would be Minnesota's second choice though for a mascot. Let's be honest. Yes, the Minnesota golden retrievers because <laughs> like one every three households has one, including yours. Yes, yes. No, it's a very popular dog, especially here in the Midwest. I don't think anybody would really actually go against that if we. But like the Maryland is a little bizarre. Yeah, Maryland, Baltimore County, to be specific. But they obviously, if you don't remember, defeated the. I think they were the number one. Overall seed actually considered in that tournament. They defeated the Virginia Cavaliers, upset them, the first number 16 seed to um, to defeat a number one seed. And there were some great betting stories from that. Like some guy put a hundred dollars and won sixteen grand on it. He was probably like, drunk. He was probably yeah. drunk at the machine and, and accidentally <laughs> pressed the wrong one. He was probably going for the eight or nine seed and accidentally went up and clicked the sixteen seed right above Didn't it. Didn't read something. it. Just hit place bet and woke up the next morning with a ticket and was like, "Oh, I'm rich." <laughs> or like, "Oh yeah, oh I pu- I plugged in this ticket. Oh, they didn't win, bro. They they upset him. Oh yeah. shoot. Well, get this. There's a guy that took a one thousand. <laughs> $1,294.40 money line bet on Virginia at minus 10,000 odds. So does that mean to only he... win $12.95 <laughs> and they lost? 
The payout, what, the what? payout would be barely over thirteen hundred dollars. So, so there, yes, yes. So there are people out there who have this 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 what? train of thought where they're like, okay, if if I I have ten grand in my pocket, right? If I put one on this, which is one hundred percent gonna hit, pays for my lunch. But they don't realize that they're risking ten percent of the money that they brought they brought on the trip. This, no. I would never do that. You could you can put a lot safer bet and win a hell of a lot more uh, than thirteen dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, that that literally leads perfectly into my bad bet of the week, which is UFC two sixty nine. The one where Eli said he was going to come here and buy it for us, and yeah, good friend of him, yeah, is a great friend. But that night, um, Amanda Nunez fought Juliana Pena for the belt, and at this point, mm-hmm. Nunez has had the belt for five, six years. Just she's just dominant. She beats everyone who comes across her path. Um, she's like literally the the modern Rodna Rousey, right? Where everyone just thinks she's going to win and know she's going to win. Well, she's dominating like the, every single aspect of women's MMA. May and uh, she's minus one thousand to win the fight. So you know what someone does? They're like, <laughs> they put. <laughs> I got three thousand and eighteen thousand, or three hundred and gosh, three hundred eighteen thousand dollars and burning a hole in my pocket. I'm gonna throw it all on Amanda Nunez at minus one thousand. Um, net a total possible payout of three hundred forty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So it's wait, wait. So so that means they would have just won like thirty k. 30k but yeah but they're putting 318 on the almost line. a quarter of a, a third of a million dollars on the on, on risk yeah right? and they're like oh minus a thousand this is just a free thirty thousand dollars for me um i'm gonna leave i really happy tonight and you know extra 30k in my bank account well that night nunez loses in a shock when uh pena puts her in a rear naked choke and walks away with the belt and that person just lost 318k betting on a minus this, 1000 favorite this man was never seen again no, no i no. think he just Fell off the face of the well, earth. Well, see, right before the fight, um, right before the fight was even going to start, they always like to show tweets on the broadcast, and they literally showed it on the broadcast. We're like, "Oh my god!" And then when that fight got over, it was crazy. Oh, man. You know, shout out to the house on that one, though. Yeah, collecting yeah. a whole three hundred eighteen k, almost for just no reason. You, know, Some... you don't, you don't normally hear shout out to the house. It's I know, often. I know, yeah. But honestly, like those are the funnest stories. Like it's fun to put ten dollars on an underdog because you really never know. It's like buying a lottery ticket, you know. Why not? Well, see, Eli, he would always text me um, the day that Amanda Nunez would fight and be like, I'm going to put, you know, $20 on her opponent. Watch it. And then, you know, three or four times, nothing happens. Amanda wins. And then, of course, he texts me the same exact day when uh, Pena wins. He's like, Pena's going to win. Watch. And obviously, if you predict the opponent to win every single time, eventually you're going to get it right. And he's sitting there afterwards flexing. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine these people? Like, these are the people that literally, like, I'm sorry, like, check check out of life, um, whether that's... (laughs) I don't know, literally ending it or literally just somehow going to outer space and just are digging a hole somewhere or changing their name or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if these if they don't do that and they're like, they realize like, I have a problem. I need to, I go to go to like gambling, like, uh, like AA or whatever. And they're like describing their stories to like, to the others like, oh, how did you get here? And they say, I put $318,000 on minus 1000 odds, or I put about $1,200 on Virginia at minus 10,000 odds. Other guys in there. That even makes that makes way less sense though, because at least with the Amanda Nunez bet, you'd win around thirty k. I mean, that guy bet like a thousand dollars to win twelve dollars. I've I've done those bets in the past, not to that scale, but I have like a personal rule now where if it's over, if it's over two minus two hundred, I don't take it. Yeah, unless you you have to put a lot of money on that to get any sort of make it worthwhile, but then you're putting a lot of money in And then you risk that, that upset, like, cause minus 200 is still not out of the realm of possibility of getting upset. Like these minus 10,000 and minus 1000 are just 
insane. Like you might ninety nine percent of the time you, those are going to hit, but you're for what? Right. Like nothing. And then right. if you they for don't $12. hit, <laughs> exactly. You're, you got to put a lot of money on it, like a grand. And if they don't hit, like in that case, you're losing a lot of money. It right. this makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, you're listening to it's a bet. We are doing our bad beat stories, and I feel like, based on what you guys have said, you got good ones, but I think I might have the worst one here. So uh, Jim James on Twitter placed a four-team parlay for four NBA first basket picks. He did a $100 parlay to win seventy six grand. Uh, Jalen Brown made the first basket of his game. Devin Booker made the first basket of his game. Rudy Gobert made the first basket of his game. All he had left was uh, Chris Tapp's Porzingis. To, uh, to make the first basket of the game. Tip-off happens. Porzingis runs to the hoop. The point guard gets it, sees he's wide open, hits him on the baseline. Porzingis drives for a layup and misses it. Oh, Barely geez. rims out. Like, he he hit the perfect spot on the backboard, and it did one of those where it, like, takes a bounce and then falls over, and the defense gets it. Someone else scores the basket. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, he put a $100 parlay, and at least this is, like, a better story than yours, mm-hmm. where it's your guys' stories, where it's, like, people lost all this money. This guy just lost what could have been, which is always better than losing, you know, a lot of money that should have been. So, but uh, Porzingis saw this. He heard about the story, felt really bad, sent the guy an autographed jersey, and on it, it read, I'm sorry for losing you 75K. <laughs> I mean, it's nice he got a consolation prize, but like that 76K could actually change a few people's lives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Most people's lives, honestly, most other than the ones in the 1%. It's crazy. Like, I mean, four people to hit. I mean, a four-person first basket parlay is something you see straight out of like uh, uncut gems. Yeah, yeah. Like, that. that's the kind of stuff that he was betting. First Adam, tip off. Adam Sandler was betting on in that movie. Tip off first half over. It's like yeah, oh. yeah. It's just the biggest degenerate parlay. But um, and, and you look at that bet. It's not like it's terrible, but the fact that it had to like they all hit their shots like like twenty plus footers. Right. And this guy, all he has to do is make a a, a silly layup that you've been. You know, doing since you're five, four or five years old in the neighborhood court, and you see him miss. It that wasn't even. It wasn't grand. really contested either. Like you can uh, look up this video. I think uh, that that uh, gamble with Trent guy betting with Trent or whatever. He's a popular content creator in the betting space. Is the one who tells these stories. But he like he shows the highlight, and he it was pretty uncontested, which is really sad. Like he's yeah. I mean, Porzingis. Most NBA players, the layup is like the first thing that they can do. You know, he could have dunked it too. The guy's like mm-hmm. almost seven feet tall. It yes. could have been an easy dunk. He decided to do a little finger roll off the backboard layup and it missed. Well, and, oh. But like, this is also the essence of why you shouldn't do parlays. This mm-hmm. is why parlays are a sucker's bet is because when they miss, they miss hard. They miss and it, and it hurts. It's always in fours from what I realize. In Vegas, I, I put in so many parlays this past month in, or in March. I put on so many parlays where I put on like four, 14 parlays. Three of them would hit. The last one wouldn't hit. Yeah, like well, on three of them, and you lost a, a pretty decent size. You only spent like two or three hundred dollars, maybe even less, on a parlay mm-hmm. in Vegas for the. And I think the Vegas Golden Knights were included on that, right? Or I'm no, one of them. Yes, and um, it didn't hit, and you were absolutely furious. Could you imagine losing out on seventy six thousand dollars? How furious you would be? And that, yeah. that goes back to our first year in Vegas when I had a fourteen parlay and I was really drunk, cheering for uh, North Tex- North Texas to beat Purdue, not knowing that in my pocket I had a. Twenty dollar to win five hundred underdog money line parlay for the March Madness games, and turns out uh, it was the one you needed. Yeah, the one you needed. Yeah. Well, I think North Texas did win. They did win, but I Purdue was like the one, the one normal pick. Oh, it was was like two, two good picks and then two underdogs. It was one of those drunken ones where you just. 
press buttons on the screen. That's the horrible thing about Vegas. You're yeah. making all of these bets when you've had a little bit too much to drink, yep. and all of a sudden you're looking in your pockets like, oh, I actually wanted this team to win. I was cheering Always against happens. them in an unrelated in an unrelated <laughs> pick. But, yeah, those are some bad beats. Um, if you guys have stories, DM them to us. I know we have a lot of sports betting fans out there. If you got any bad beats, I know everyone has at least one. Shoot them our way, and we'll read it on the show next week. But uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, folks. We'll be back with our final segment, Guess That Line. You're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the fan. Loathing for a change, and I slip some boil away. All right, welcome back to It's a Bet. Presented by 10,000 Takes Electric episode so far. We've done Bet of the Week and the Bad Beat stories. By the way, we were just kind of talking about during the break. The the Bad Beat stories has a, a lot of potential. Like there are so many horror stories out there. I know friends of ours who have had horror stories. Be on the lookout. We might have like a, a call-in feature where you could kind of leave a voicemail with your uh, – with your story and we'll put it on the air where you can just send it to us as like an email or a DM and we'll read it on the air. But we want to give these, these horror stories a little more light because Mm -hmm. they're purely entertaining, but it's also kind of therapeutic to know, well, you think you're mad about a story, but there's probably someone who did something worse. This is a big therapy session and we encourage you to join. Gambling is just one big therapy session. Exactly. It's a never ending uh, addiction, but all right, let's get into the final segment. Kind of a, kind of a creative one. We got a game show called guess that line. Uh, we're going to switch out hosts. We might even bring in a guest in the future and have them kind of come up with some lines and have us three be the be the contestants. But we'll do at least three weeks for one of us hosts, and we're going to keep track. We're going to do this bit at probably every few weeks, and then we'll keep track of points of uh, who who scores. So by getting one right, you get a point. And I'm going to just read a line or some odds for a game. I'll give you... Uh, you know, like minus 120 plus whatever. You got to guess which team is which. And then for something maybe like golf or NASCAR, I'll give you a few options of who these odds could be on. But you guys ready to play? Yes. All right. Let's go. Guess that line. Jake, do something. Guess that line. Dun, 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 dun. I like he, I, You added a little music to yeah, it. I like that. Do, 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 do. Oh, the old Fox music. The, I, the like nostalgia. Fox North. Yeah. Nostalgia. What about our, our old uh, 10K studio update music? Anyways, let's get into the game. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Some of these are going to be kind of like futures. Some might be for today, Saturday. Uh, let's start with 76ers and Raptors. One team is minus 140. Um. You guys want to guess? Or I wonder how the best way to do this. You probably, is. you would probably read it, and then we could say our names with the mic. First person to get it can guess first. Yeah, Zane, let's do that. Uh, is, I mean, are you cool if I go first? Right yeah, now? go for it. Seventy uh, Sixers versus Raptors. Uh, I'm going to go with Seventy Sixers. Correct. There we That's go. That's what I would have guessed. Dang right. it! One point for Wags. I mean, that makes sense. Wags, do you want to write this down? So I, can, I, I am right. Yeah, it keep down. A, keep a spreadsheet. Just keep keep a spreadsheet keep going. A spreadsheet. Is we it, can do some graphs. What is it? Is this the game Saturday today? Yes, today. Perfect. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah, I think the Sixers or the or no, you see it, Joel Embiid hit that overtime yes. three. That was unreal. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. last game. And, and so they're down three zero, aren't they? Yes. The Raptors are down 2-0, 3-0. 2-0, right? Oh, no, 3-0. 3-0. They're down three zero. Now they're going. They did that. This could be the Sixers in four bit. This could be the Sixers in four I wanted, until I mean you're playing the Raptors in the first round. Let's calm down. I, I wanted mean, I wanted to do the Wolves in four bit, and then that turned into Wolves in five. And yeah, so. I hope I hope oh. Embiid I hope Embiid gets booed again. He's been booed a few Dude, times. Dude, he uh, led the he, league in scoring this year. He probably deserves the MVP this year. Yeah, as why. a big man, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, so that gives Wags a point on the board. All right, let's do a futures. Let's do a futures pick. All right, best odds to win the 2022 PGA Championship beginning on May 19th at Southern Hills, the second major of the year. Uh, the best player to win the best or that has the best odds according to the DraftKings Sportsbook is at plus 1100. I'm going to give you two options. Is it John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler? Jake. Jake. John Rahm. Correct. Which is, I thought that was going to be a tough one because most people would say Scheffler is number one in the world and he just came off the uh, the Masters. The win. Masters bit. But John Rahm, on the other hand, is, you know, has won the U.S. Open. I think, well, did he win it last year? Yeah, I think he won it last year, right? And I haven't directly. Oh, wait, no, I mean, not, he was the U.S. Open. So, yeah, they both have one major. Rom is still, I think, number two in the world. But I still would have thought they usually do that. Coming off the first major, let's predict Scheffler in the second one. How yeah. old is Rom at this point? Ooh, I'm going to defer to Google. Oh, that's he's, always he's, a good choice. He's like 35, 36. Okay, he's still he pretty young in golfer years. Yeah, I mean, okay. he, for golf years, he's 20. Yeah, oh, yeah um, straight he's up. 20, I was just he's thinking. 27, but he doesn't oh, look wow. like... He's he does, 27? See, him and Scheffler look old. Him and Scheffler both look like they're 40. So. Yeah, I thought Rom was You said 35. I, I, thought 35. I didn't question it's, that it's at all. It's because Rom's a father now. He's got, yeah, all, see, he's, got all the, he's got all the stress he put on the dad weight. You know, we get it. He looks like he's the dad. But, like, I haven't, like, directly seen the odds, but, like, I was thinking that... I thought I heard somewhere that 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 Ram was maybe going to be the favorite outside of the Masters or after the Masters for the PGA Championship, but I didn't know if it changed. It definitely could have changed, and it still could change, you know. But I feel like uh, John Ram wasn't he kind of like wasn't he one of the favorites to win the Masters? Well, yeah, I mean, so John Ram won the twenty twenty one U.S. Open, and for yeah. for a while there was the number one player in the world until Scheffler kind of came up and, and started winning tournaments in twenty twenty two. So. I'm still kind of surprised though. Usually they make it like way too obvious. Like they'll say mm-hmm. like whoever won this major is going to stay hot and win the next one, especially the number one player in the world. Um, but I do want to point out that some books had them at the same odds. Ooh, but okay. Okay. I think three of the five books on the page I was looking at had Rom as okay. with better odds. Well, that's where so. you got to. That's where you got to take it. Well, where where is the PJ Championship held? So it is at Southern Hills. It changes every year, um, and I believe Southern Hills is in. Uh, let's see. Hey, who has home course advantage? Rom. Uh, I guess anyone who grew up playing there. <laughs> yeah, right. Know. Seriously. Um, My so, daddy so took this, me there. This, cl- this place is in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. Ooh. It's in okay. the random south. Then they probably, they, they, the, so, the random part of the south, that is a kind of a strange place. That gives place. anybody with a Texas draw <laughs> an advantage. A small no, advantage. But I live My in family. Oklahoma. You don't My tell. Family. I do not sound like I'm from Texas. I'm from Oklahoma. Hear me, boy? <laughs> Oh, that was very aggressive. That was kind of aggressive. I feel but, scared now. But maybe there's some there's some science behind how Rahm has played there in the past too, combined right. with the U.S. Open bit, and then well, John Rahm is a guy who appreciates a good barbecue. But yes. so is Scotty Scheffler, who resides out of Texas. He does. So, you know, it's the, you know, it's and Rahm's actually from Spain. I don't know why I said that. Um, uh, but Scheffler's from Texas, so I yes. still give advantage Scheffler. But uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. So we have Talladega on Sunday. Oh, it's race oh. day. Where's, right day. where's Cam with his mullet and his nine hundred dollars? Where's uh, Shinzis strip club? Yeah, he's probably at a strip club right now. Yeah, no, I don't want to say that. He, he's not. <laughs> he's a fine young man. He's a he, fine young man he with a mullet. He was just there for the hot dogs. Yes, but it was funny because he know, was which, there. He was there a day after he got the mullet haircut, so right. it was like fresh on the mullet haircut. Looked like, and Daytona was that weekend so it, too. Yeah, so that 
Friday it was mullet, Saturday was strip club, Sunday was race day. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't know it's who, a perfect trifecta for oh, a producer. Yeah. If people don't know who Cam is, he's like our producer on our show, It's a Bit, uh, yeah. on our podcast. But so. you're listening to It's a Bet, the yes. uh, the radio edition, and we're doing Guess That Line. So I'm just kind of yeah. naming some random lines and seeing if these guys can guess who I'm talking about. I like this one the best because I know that you two do not know the answer to this. So uh, Talladega this Sunday. Which of these drivers is the favorite at plus 1,000, according to FanDuel Sportsbook? We have Ryan Blaney or Denny Hamlin? Zane. Zane. Uh, Denny Hamlin. Incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> I have no clue. I, I mean, that's the name. So I threw in one name that you would know. <laughs> yeah. And thinking that you'd bite, and you did. So. Denny Hamlin. Dang. It's, Ryan a, it's Blaney. actually Ryan Blaney. So uh, looking up Ryan Blaney, I actually know nothing about him. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm not a NASCAR uh, connoisseur I bet myself. Cam, I bet Cam was here. Like, How do you not know anything about Ryan Blaney? Are you kidding are me? You, do you live under a rock? What are you I talking mean, about? Are you talking about? He's like the next upcoming NASCAR driver. Are you effing kidding me right now? Drives the number 12 Ford Mustang for Team Penske. Ooh, okay. Hey, Looks like uh, he kind of looks like a Victor Rask lookalike. He looks he like really he should does play look hockey. A lot like Victor Rask. You're looking at specifically the second picture on Google. Ryan right? yes, Blaney yes, with, he, the, with the, the flow out. Where is oh, he yeah. even from? He is from uh, Hartford Township, Ohio. Hartford Township, oh, Ohio. 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 You got nothing. Good better old Midwest to, guy. Nothing better to do than just get good at driving a car. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, he could be the uh, the next Jeff Gordon. You know, maybe more fancy Midwestern maybe guy. A, maybe a Tony Stewart. Maybe a Tony Stewart type. Stewart? Stirred. You know, like, I, I never really thought too much of Ohio until um, my girlfriend's little sister started going to school in Miami of Ohio. Of Ohio. And oh, it's actually yeah. it's actually beautiful. In yeah. Miami of Ohio. Yeah, that, that yeah. campus is beautiful and this the areas around there are actually well, awesome. Yeah, UND plays them in hockey like twice a year. Yep. Yeah. I mean I'm sure that's where some... Ben Roethlisberger yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's, crazy. there's actually a few NFL players that have come out of there. I can't yeah. remember the other ones, but Oh, it's like it's a good program. It's a good program. <laughs> good, program. Good, good, good program. But I mean, no, I mean, there's some good areas in Ohio. I heard Columbus. I heard Cincinnati's kind of a dumpy. I mean, and then Cleveland is, is Cleveland's is, Cleveland. We don't have to say anything else there. Yeah, Columbus is okay where the Ohio State University is, but I mean, you know, it's still Ohio. Oh, again. H, Jake. Oh, I O. Congratulations. <laughs> Rolled his eyes. Gosh. Terrible, terrible um, chant from Ohio State. All right. So, um, like I said, we're, we're guessing lines here. Uh, let's do one more. We got time for one more. Okay. Um, okay. So, we have best odds to win the 2023 Super Bowl for a certain NFL team that is plus 650, according to the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm just going to let you guys guess this one free range because obviously we okay, don't. I'll let uh, Jake do the first guess, considering I got oh, to go on the last question. Oh, thank you, my good oh, sir. I'm going to be gentlemanly today. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm just going to go for it. Let's LFG. Um, unfortunately, it's not let's freaking go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Ding, 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 yes. ding. Oh, boom. I just wouldn't have guessed that. They, uh, Josh Allen, man, I think uh, they really think that he's going to lead uh, the boys to the promised if, land. If, if only his defense could hold on for more than 13 seconds. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, say if, if Josh Allen, though, is up there, then the Kirk Cousins and the Vikings have to be in the top five in odds. I'm sorry. What? Yes. Jake, yes. Jake, but what? you don't have an odds. No, I'm not an odds maker, but come on. This is That's I mean, a homer pick. At least say homer Just pick. Say homer I mean, homer pick. pick. Okay, well, no, homer pick would be they're, they're, they should be the best odds. So I saying, think they should be number yes, five. Okay, but as you're odds. saying as a better, you think they should be top yes. five. 
If Josh Allen, because, I mean, come on, Josh Allen has been incredible, but, like, I mean, Kirk Cousins, if he gets a better defense and even a better coaching staff, which he is around him, he can do just as amazing things as Josh All right, you've been, you've been imitating Kirk for so long, I think it's making you delusional. Jake, Jake. I don't know, I, I, said, I would say this about Kirk three years ago before I imitated Jake, him. not only are the Vikings not in the top ten, so. they're plus 4,000. So where does that Future's rank them? Take Kirk, it. They're in the yeah. If you're so oh. confident, take it. I I didn't say they're number one. I said they're number five. <laughs> Jake, Jake, when it comes to betting futures, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but listen, I think they sh- they are they should at least be in the top ten of uh, of a, of odds, you know, to be in the Super Bowl with the new coach Kevin O'Connell coming off a of Super Bowl himself. I think that's it's not. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. If Josh Allen is their number one, give me a break. We had, we had a blogger today write about how uh, the Vikings should say F it, and at pick number 12, should just pick a uh, wide, wide receiver. receiver. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in full agreement of that, because the whole the, this is one of the most in-depth... I'm not. I'm not Mel Kiper, but this is one of the most. <laughs> yeah, I know that yes. this is one of the most deep drafts in terms of defensive players. Or says so. I've been told. Boye Mafe, uh, go Gophers. Um, it apparently is on one of our mock drafts to pick him up in the second or third round. He's a good DB. Go Gophers! Row the boat. Shout out. Row the boat. Go Gophers. Row the boat. Um, what I was also going to say too. Uh, we're running out of time here, but Wags, do you want to read kind of the? Do you have the, the point totals from week one here? I do have the point totals from week one. Dude, nice. <laughs> dude, for sure, dude. <clears throat> Wags, two. Journalist Jake, one. So oh, I lost. All right, so we're going we're gonna to do this every other week. Uh, we'll bring in, after you guys host for a week, we'll bring in a guest host to do this every other see. week. And uh, we'll see who who's on top at the end. But that was... Uh, that was a fun little segment. We did guess the line. We did some NASCAR, some golf, some some futures. And before we go here, we just got to tell you about one other event we got going on that's betting related. Uh, we are joining Liftbridge Brewery for a Kentucky Derby party. Is it in two weeks, right? Yeah, May 7th. Yeah, Saturdays from today. So go to Liftbridge in Stillwater. The party starts at 2 p.m. We're going to be there with the with the PA speakers mm-hmm. doing, uh, I think we're going to draft the best horses based on names. Mm-hmm. We're going to be dressed up. We're going to maybe even do some commentary during the race. We still kind of got to figure that out. But I know 7th That Pizza is going to be there for some pizza eating contests. There's going to be some pint chugging contests. Soda Stick will be there. Some awesome other local brands will be there. They're releasing a shirt that is awesome that Soda mm-hmm. Stick made. Yeah, dude, it's going to be an awesome. What are you laughing dude, about? Yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's off air thing. Oh, um, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, no, it's going to be a fantastic event. I, we're not Kentucky Derby experts by any chance, but we can kind of get entrenched in that culture. And I was saying, uh, depending on, uh, it, of course, it's a conduct Kentucky Derby theme. Kentucky, it's a Duncan deal. It's a Duncan deal. Kentucky Derby theme party, obviously. But uh, who knows? The Wild could be in the playoffs at that point. Maybe playing playoffs? that night. Playoffs. I just want to win a game. I just want to win another game. You kidding me? We sucked, um, but no, it's gonna be a fun event. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Be a bring blast. your family, your friends. I think too, it's gonna all be outside and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it's, yeah. n- it's nice. Yeah, well, then. they might block off the entire street or right, or right. Like it it yeah. might just be. Uh, I'm, I've heard talks about renting out a large amount of rooms at a, at a Stillwater hotel. <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna be a banger. It's well, gonna be a banger. And who knows course. if our bets go well that day, we might well just become regulars down there at Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. we might just come, be. Tar- well, I think thanks to PA's relationship with the take, I think we're gonna be horse guys no matter what. We'll automatically horse become guys. horse. We'll become horse. Oh, by the way, by the way. 
way, not this isn't a horse guy thing, but uh, <laughs> this is a dog guy thing. Have you ever seen the video of that degenerate dude at the at the casino watching the dog track on TV, and he's got the oh, sheet yeah. from him? He's like, "Come on, five! He's just come on, five! That that's the lowest. That's of low. yeah. That's basically gonna be us by the yeah. end of this because horses are a gateway into some of the more dangerous gambling. We're gonna become horse elite gambling minds. Yeah, but. All right, folks, that was it for another episode of It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. The second episode, like we said, DM us your bad beats, your bad stories. Uh, be on the lookout for a voicemail voicemail number. Now I'm stuttering that you can call into and tell us your stories. We'll air them next week. Follow 10K everywhere and listen to the podcast edition of the show. It's a bit on any podcast streaming platforms. So I want to thank you again for listening to this episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We'll see you next week.